Welcome back to the podcast. This is the podcast for courageous leaders always yearning for more Jesus in their life. This is the podcast for people who are willing to step up, people who are willing to take ownership, personal responsibility for their life. This is the podcast for people who aren't perfect, people who don't have it all figured out. I certainly don't have it all figured out. I'm certainly not perfect, and I will never pretend to be. And we don't live in a perfect country either, do we? This is being recorded in the United States of America. This is being recorded in Washington State specifically. Some of my friends across the nation call this Washington Socialist State. And yet, here I am recording my voice through software on my computer to then later publish to a medium that is shared across many platforms so that you can listen to it. So thank you for taking the choice, or the time rather, making the choice to listen to free speech. This is part of what makes America great, a great country, a place that many people want to come to because we can say and do what we feel for the most part. As long as it's within the law, we can speak out, we can speak up. We can speak about topics that some people don't want to talk about. We can have the freedom of religion. We can have the freedom to choose who to believe, what system to believe in, or God to believe in, whatever that looks like for you. Here I can assume that uh, you are a, a Christian that is uh, generally the audience of uh, this podcast, but not uh, not limited to. So I know that there are others that do listen that uh, maybe haven't made that decision yet, and uh, you are welcome as well. Uh, we talk about all sorts of things here. Uh, much of it comes down to personal responsibility and ownership over the life that you have been given, looking at Every single day is a gift. Every single breath that you take is a gift. And what you do with that gift is, uh, is, is a representation of your values and who you believe in, what you believe in, and what you hold dear. And so many of us are just wasting, wasting that breath. And yeah, there's a heavy, heavy load of pressure with that statement. I understand that. I know that that is 100% how many of you feel that statement? I know that there are many of you who wrestle with this idea of wasting your life and you feel like your life may be a waste or uh, you may be currently wasting it now. Or that maybe that you have wasted it and it's too late. This is the podcast for those that want to be better, that want to do better, that want to work harder, that want to achieve more in their day-to-day life. This is a podcast for those that want to draw nearer to Jesus, that want to yearn for more of Him, more of His words in your life, more of Him in your life, a closer relationship. This is the podcast for those of you that are searching for meaning, for wonder, You have a lust for life that you just can't quench. You're just not sure what direction you should go, who you should go with, how much effort you should put in. This is the podcast for those of you that want to do something, 
You want to create something. You want to step out in leadership. You want to step out in faith. This is a podcast for those of you who have an idea or who are willing to take a chance. This is the podcast for you. This is a podcast for you who have a dream. What that dream looks like, I can't dictate, I can't tell you. I don't know. But here's what I do know. I do know that if you are a citizen of the United States of America, then you live in the best country. I also know that you are probably wondering what direction this country is headed in. Today we're talking about the American dream. The American dream, the thing that draws so many people to come here. The thing that ultimately drew my ancestors to come here as well. To build and to create. To get out from an oppressive an oppressive regime, an oppressive ruler. To get what we would call freedom. The freedom to think the freedom to believe, the freedom to create, the freedom to own. These are freedoms that are quickly, quickly and strategically being stripped away. And they have been for years. They have been for years. And yet we just go on about our day just living and plugging away in pursuance of what has been sold to us in this current modern-day generation as an American dream. Granted, it seems and appears that this American dream is becoming more and more of a nightmare. There's a song, actually, that I used to listen to uh, when the Casting Crowns um, band, the group, I really started to gain some some traction. I was, I was pretty young, and they had a... Uh, a song called American Dream. I listened to it on repeat over and over and over because I made a decision at that point in time that I did not want to sell out to this manufactured idea of the American Dream where you work as hard as you possibly can and you take extra meetings and you do extra things and you just consistently work, work, work and give up on uh, the life that you have been given, not intentionally but passively, because you're pursuing better, you're pursuing the American dream. And so many people adopt this idea of the American dream as you need to go to school, get a good education, get a good job, and life's going to be set. Life's going to be set for you, and yet we have people making six figures a year who are struggling, struggling to get by, struggling to keep up. We have people in this country who are giving up on the daily. 38% of the eligible workforce is not working. Why, why is that? And why is that number growing year over year? Because we've lost sight of what the American dream actually is. The American dream is not for you to plug into a system and be a cog in a wheel that just does the same thing over and over and over for 40 years of your life. To settle for complacency, to settle for just good enough, to get to a point where you look at your life and say, well, everything that I have done has accumulated to this, and this is as good as it is going to get. 
that is a vision. That is a that is looking at your life for yourself. That is a selfish outlook on what you could do, on the man that you could be, on the woman that you could be. That is a selfish outlook. That is somebody who says, I've done everything that I can, knowing that you haven't. I've done everything that I can to be the best that I can be. No, you haven't. No, you haven't. And you know that. And, that's, and that, that there is the problem. You're telling yourself a lie. You're telling yourself something that is not true and accepting it as truth. The truth is you've been sold. You've been sold a lie. You've been sold a lie, and therefore it is far easier to convince yourself to believe a lie because it's what you've always known. It's what you've always accepted. What we have been very blessed with is a great country to live in. For the past couple hundred years, there has been freedom. There has been a, a level of safety and security in what has been built in the United States of America. So much so that people want to come here, people do what they can to get here, whether illegally or legally, they try and find a way here. Many, many people move here because there's opportunity. And that's what we call it as opportunity. And yet, when we look at those who have grown up here and who are living here in the system that we have created, we don't always see opportunity in the same light, that is. When we accept what has been given to us, when we accept what has been laid out before us as the finite plan, and this is, is what it is, and it doesn't get any better than this, then we start to live our life in a way that reflects the same. It reflects the same throughout our life, from our relationships to the way that we to way that we view marriage, to the way that we view parenthood. And this is a societal problem. And this goes uh, for all, all, all groups of people. There is no one who is immune to this. This isn't just for those that are non-Christians. This is for everybody. This is seen and evidenced in the church and outside of it. So no one is exempt from uh, the, the lie of complacency that has been sold to people everywhere. And, and what is it? Well, it's distraction. It's distraction by what you think that you need or want. And it's a marketing plan to entice you, to lure you into uh, these things. And then you're given a plan that can never actually attain that lifestyle. You're given a plan. You're sold uh, an agenda to make you weak, to make you mediocre, to make you worthless, to make you a useful idiot at some point. And yes, I've made some references there uh, to where this country is quickly headed. The American dream, the American dream is for you to be able to take the personal responsibility to build for your family, for your family legacy, something that can be passed on something that can be developed, something that can be grown. 
Now, that does not mean that you need to start your own business. It does not mean that you need to own your own business. I happen to be very uh, pro-own your business, but that isn't for everybody. It just isn't, and I, I can't... I can't say that it is. Now, everybody that chooses to do so, I believe, can absolutely do that. But there are many people out there that will never, ever step out and build something for themselves. But but they could be top earners, top providers in whatever corporation they're part of. It takes more than one person to build anything. Nothing is built by a single individual. There are teams, there are very, very key people that put in a lot of time and effort into anything that gets developed. Anything. There's not a successful business out there that has not experienced failure, that has not experienced strife, that has not experienced problems. There just isn't. Now, why am I so heavy on this? This is a podcast about uh, being the best that you can for for, for Jesus, right? This is a podcast for be, being a courageous leader, always yearning for more Jesus in your life, right? Not, not success, not wealth, not... No, it's, it's not about success. It's not about wealth. In many ways, it's about options. It's about ownership, and it's about not being lazy. It's about not settling for less than what you are capable of. And no, I'm not telling you that you can will this into your life and speak this into existence and anything that you might hear on a standard self-help podcast these days. This isn't just about getting your mindset right and just uh, just being really, really excited about n- nothing. No, this is, a, this is a call to responsibility, a call to paying attention to what you are consuming and who you are. What I am calling out today is your deliberate choice. Your deliberate choice to set aside your responsibilities and what you should do to consume what the world has offered you. From YouTube to podcasts to whatever it is that is your distraction. Whatever it is that has lured you into complacency that has lured you into a level of life that is dismal at best. Whatever it is that has drawn your rear end to that couch cushion at night when you're not working or whatever it is that has distracted you during the day from your daily work or whatever it is that is keeping you from developing that habit of falling in love with scripture and just diving into his word every single day, looking at life through that lens, not the lens that you have been sold. I am calling to light yet again the distractions, the distractions that have become priorities in your life that you have made specific time for, that you will leave responsibility for to go do what? To go numb yourself with the drugs of the world, with with the 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 things that just draw us into to absolute mindless entertainment from the likes to the scrolling to simply ignoring those around you i'm blessed 
to have the cell phone that I do and the amount of work that I can complete on that and the amount of connectivity that I can draw from that. But the more I am on that, the less connected I am. The more time I spend on my phone, the less connected I am to my wife, to my kids, to those around me, the less aware I am of the actual world around me and the more enthralled I am with the world afar. There is nothing good that can come from medicating your life, from medicating your misery with distraction. There is nothing good that can come from medicating your life and the state that you are currently in and the lack of accomplishment that you feel and the negative way that you look at yourself. There is nothing good that can come from self-medicating with social media, with uh, your entertainment habits, whatever they may be. There is nothing good that can come from that. Some of you have hobbies that are absolutely destroying your life because they have become the one place that you feel like you can win. And so you go to that hobby as often as you possibly can when, in fact, there are people in your life that need you to look them in the eye and tell them that they have what it takes and that they can do something, that they can accomplish something, that they can be something. Look, God didn't create you to go out and build this massive empire for yourself and be all successful and flaunt wealth. That's, that, that's not what he created you for. And he didn't create you to sit around in your hands and do nothing with your life. He just didn't. You can't read the Bible and come away with that. You can't look at morals and your responsibilities and come away with that. Your life isn't about you. So quit making it about you. Quit making it all about you and how you feel and what you want and your desires. Quit doing that. Why? Why do you do that? What habit is it that you have developed in your life that keeps you running back to the same old, same old, same old excuses? The same old excuses for doing what? For doing nothing. I'm not good enough. Who said? Who said that? Who told you that? I can't. Who? Who told you that you can't? Who was it? For, for many of you, there is a significant moment or maybe there's a person that, that did tell you that you're worthless and that you're junk and that you can't do something, that you can't, you can't run a mile, that you can't start a business, that you can't earn that promotion, that you can't, that you can't record your voice on a podcast and share it with the world, that you can't, that you can't, that you can't. Why? Why do you listen to that? And how long have you been telling yourself the same message? How long have you been looking in the mirror telling yourself that you aren't the man that you should be and that you could never be? How long have you been putting yourself down? How long have you been dwelling in the sadness of the failures in your life, identifying with the failure? As though those who have created success, those that have created in their life resources, those that have earned the promotion, those that have built that thing that you're so envious of, as though those people have never failed. I fail every day. Failure is only final if you quit. 
That's it. Well, I, I failed in my marriage. Yeah, I, somebody, somebody quit. Well, I, you know, I failed in my, my job. Yeah. At some point, you quit along the way. Not your job, but you probably quit trying. Or perhaps there was something else for you. Perhaps there was something for you to move to. You know, I failed, failed that business. Yeah, join the club. There are many, many failed businesses out there. I failed my kids. Yep. Of course it's going to feel that way. Of course it is. Of course. Because you know what? You're, you're right. You're not perfect. Go figure. You don't have everything figured out. Go figure. You don't have all the answers. You don't have all the details. You don't know what tomorrow is going to bring. You don't know. You don't know these things, and yet you'll allow them to hold you back from even trying. You'll allow them to stop you from even getting a little uncomfortable, from pursuing your wife, from pursuing your kids, from taking total ownership over the day that you've been given, this moment, this breath, and being thankful, being grateful. Some of my best friends are immigrants to this country, whether first generation or second generation. I find it incredibly interesting how grateful their families are, how incredibly grateful they are for what they have. And I know many people who don't realize what they have, the opportunity that they have here, and why that is so important. This has not been a self-help, oorah, you-can-do-it episode. This has not uh, been meant, meant to be a, a cheerleading episode. Go go and, and believe in yourself. This is that's not necessarily the point, although I, I, I do hope that you look in the mirror and start to believe in yourself. I do hope that you recognize that your lack of belief in yourself is a habit that you've developed for years in your life. Years. And you'll expect to change everything overnight and just be a different person tomorrow. And that's not how it works. You've spent years beating yourself up. you spent years putting yourself down. You think you can just stop doing that one day and everything's going to go away? No, you're going to have a couple days of you know, great, like just forward momentum. This is awesome, and you can take a step backwards. It's to be expected because that's the habit that you have built in your life. The messaging that you've been telling yourself for years is that you're not worthy, you're not good enough. And in some ways, that message might be absolutely right. The truth is, I'm not good enough. Never have been. Uh, never will be. The reality is I, I live in a fallen world. I live in a fallen world that uh, literally sells itself on the day-to-day basis. I am in the world, but not of it today. And yet the temptation is to be of the world, is it not? You see... God created us to be with him, to bring glory to him, to his kingdom, and yet we live in this 
this world where it seems to be all about us. Everything seems to be marketed and catered towards us. It's all about me, me, me. It's all about me, me, me. And yet, that doesn't seem to lead to a very fulfilling life, does it? It would seem that the most fulfilled, the most excited, the most enthusiastic people in life have goals and a vision that centers around other people. That's, that's how it would seem anyway. It would seem that the most excited are probably living life on purpose. Not accident. They're taking initiative and action in life. Not living passively. There's no cruise control. There's no coasting. There's no neutral. And yet the message that you have been sold is, it's all about you. Do what feels right. Do what feels great. And that's just a lie. It's just a lie that we've accepted and in fact propped up. And it seems to be a lie that somebody is propping up. And with a desire and intent to lure you to lure you into a vortex, a, a vortex of self-absorbed, self-gratifying life where it's all about you. So what are you going to do about it? What are you going to do about it? I started off talking here about this American dream because it's simple concepts like that that hold sincere meaning. This country sends out the most missionaries to foreign countries than any other country. This country sends the gospel to more places in the world than any other country. And it's been rooted in a system of freedom, of creativity, of development, of getting together as a team and having the freedom to believe and to pursue, the freedom to do. And in the last few years, we've certainly seen some of those freedoms on attack. And we could go back 100 years, further than that perhaps, and begin to pick out these patterns, these moments in time where society shifted just a little bit. We give just a little bit. We give up just a little bit. We give a bit more to the left or the right, or we're trying to compromise our way to make everybody happy and to make everybody feel good about, about what? When the church has become quiet or reserved or perhaps just changed ideology altogether. Where's the respect in that? Where's the endurance in that race? Where is it? It's in the consistency. It's in the desire to do the best with what you have that you will find some of these habits that I talk about, some of these uh, some of these disciplines that I've talked about, 
you will find the energy to do so. You'll find the energy to step back and to stand out, to be different. You'll find that your capacity is far larger than you ever expected it was. That you can do more in your time every single day when you limit your distractions. But it's more comfortable to do that, isn't it? It's more comfortable to take a break and scroll through the phone, to play the games, to to go home and catch up on the next couple episodes of that show that you're binge-watching. It used to be that you had to wait every week for that new episode. And it was at a time, on a day, every week. Now, now they've gotten really smart. We're going to market and show trailers and build up a bunch of hype around this show. And then we'll release all the episodes at once. So you can stream and watch and binge to your heart's content. And we'll keep pumping out content and content. And you'll keep consuming. You'll keep going back to the well because it's your escape. It's your it's your moment of what you think is freedom. Freedom to choose how you spend your time, maybe. Yeah, you've got a choice. And you're choosing to fill it with exactly what they want you to fill it with. And I'm not saying that all of that entertainment is bad. I'm not saying that you need to cut out all of it of your life. That's not my place. That's not what I'm saying. So don't hear what I'm not saying. But think critically about what you do with your time. Think critically about those around you, those who see what you're doing with your time. What example are you setting? What model are you setting? Who is it that you are duplicating in your life right now? Who is it that you are impacting by having no impact at all? You think that you can live life and not impact those around you, but your very life, your very life has an impact. Your very life is an example to those around you. And the way that you live it and who you are in the workplace, in your churches, at the grocery store, on the road, driving, in your PTA meetings and on the sidelines of the soccer field watching your kids play and, uh, and wherever else. The gas station, all of these places that we frequent. Who you are is on display. There are people watching. And it's not always, you know, the guy on pump seven while you're on pump four or whatever. But it could be. The reality is most of the time it's the people that are closest to you that are watching. It's your it's your spouse, it's your kids. It's your small group. It's the people that need to see an example of somebody who's willing to step out and step up on principle to stand firm in their faith. Do you even know what that means? Do you even know what it means to stand firm? Are you standing firm day in and day out or not? Or are you conceding to darkness? For the sake of not rambling on and on today. For the sake of not going on and on, let me draw your attention to this. At one point, at one point, this country was about what you could do for other people. 
his country was about you having the freedom to speak, to believe. It was you having the freedom to create, to grow, to build. How free do you feel today? Oh, I feel pretty great as long as I'm in the echo chamber of people who think the same, who talk the same, who live the same. Hmm. Perhaps it's time to get out of our echo chambers. Perhaps it's time to get out of this siloed life that we've been lured into by simple, simple mediums such as Netflix, Hulu, YouTube, such as Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. These things that draw our attention away. These are the things that have helped to create the American nightmare. The nightmare of a siloed, reserved life, tricked into thinking it's so connected, tricked into thinking that you're doing so much for the world around you, just plugging away, just coasting through life, just living and attaining mediocre levels of expectation for yourself, lowering the standard day in and day out, comparing yourself to that guy or that gal because it makes you feel better. That is exactly what we've been sold as a society. And that is exactly what we need to be paying attention to. And that is exactly what we need to push against. Our future generations need us to step up to take ownership, and to lead with courage. Or there won't be an American dream. There won't even be an American nightmare. If we don't take personal responsibility today, then we will just be living a nightmare. <laughs>